Today's show is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire, and right now you can try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash real. Today's show is also sponsored by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter our code LASTS to get a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com, and use the code LASTS. And sometimes I feel like people say things because they don't realize that somebody actually reads it. And so they don't see the person's hurt. They don't see the pain yeah. in their eyes. They don't see like, ooh, that really struck a point. Like you're speaking about somebody yeah. that God created. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast where we talk about exactly that every single week, real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had. Some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers. And some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts. And don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff. I'm Alyssa. And welcome back to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about faith, culture, and answer your questions. How are you guys doing today? It's a great day. It's actually nighttime here, so you guys are all probably asleep in the intercontinental 48 contiguous United States because... It's like, what, 7 or 8 p.m. here, which means it's like 11 in the West Coast, and then it's like 2 a.m. in like New York okay, right now. Okay, okay. Guys, Jeff, we have been sick for a week and a half. Jeff today is finally feeling better. He shaved his head. He shaved his beard. Mm. He's like a new person, so he's a little just, excited to be here. I'm just I'm back in the game. I'm just a lion ready to be released from my cage. <laughs> but sorry, I'm still like... A little sick, so sorry for my voice. Okay, we don't like wasting time on this podcast, so let's just chat about the topic. The topic, topic today is... The topic. The topic today is how we behave and talk online because most of us seem to suck at it based on how I... What the <laughs> comments I read. <laughs> right? I mean, I don't feel like our people No, that's actually my it. point. Okay, here's the thing, guys. Who are the, the, the people? Exactly yeah, okay. my question. Exactly my people? question. Okay, here's a conversation we want to have today. How do you behave and talk online like i i i don't feel like this should even be a podcast but i i, I almost feel like a parent in this <laughs> I feel one like you know we what i mean need like to, though yeah here, here here's what it, and and guys i'm coming at this from a little bit more objective standpoint in the sense of like it doesn't bother me at all like when people are just super vitriolic or give us like i have a weird i think there's something wrong with me emotionally well, no, I, I need to go get it checked out you're an eight so you but, don't care what people think yeah so i'm just like i just <laughs> laugh but part of me does start to kind of, but but because I think of, you know, we have a few more followers than some people, we then get a different, a, kind of a more wider spectrum and picture. Like it just happens more, you know? So then because yeah. of that, I like you just read these messages from people and you're just like, what? Like on the daily. And I'm just like, like, and I was like, who are these? My, my first question that, that absolutely, or my first emotion is I'm befuddled. I am absolutely <laughs> befuddled. And here's why. Because I want to meet these humans in real life. Like I've never, I've never just come across someone at a coffee shop that just like, if they overhear your conversation about X, just jump in and say, oh yeah, that's what, you know, sarcastic, mean, flippant, rude, demeaning. Like you're like, what? That's just like, that doesn't, <laughs> so I just well, like, where, where are Jeff. these people are all invisible? They're all hiding <laughs> and they're, and I want to like, I guess my, like, here's, here's my, my main emotion I feel is like, 
And now when I walk down the street, I kind of like always look at people and I go, oh, is that one of those people that is online? Is that one of those people that's like really like doesn't know how to behave and doesn't know how to communicate? <laughs> okay. And all, we're just joking here, but. We, I'm I mean, not. I mean, making light of it, but it is for real. I have had moments like that where people have said things or we've been in heated discussions with other people. But I think it's so different when you're in person because online you don't get any of the, um, what's it called? Body cues. Body language. Body language. And so I think it can come across way worse online than in person. Although in person it can come across bad too. But in person too, it's like you're with a person and you know there's like flesh in front of you. And so you're... um. Even if it's heated, I feel like there's still this, for the majority, at least the people that are responding online that we know, I feel like if they were in person, it would be a lot different. And even if it is really heated and you really disagree and you're putting out these flippant answers, I feel like the end of it, like if it's family members or something, you still love each other or there's still like a, I don't know. And online, there's no closure. It's just like, and I feel like because nobody sees you and you don't have, you know, you're not in person with them. Sometimes people feel like they can just say whatever they think and like it can just be mean or it can be unneeded or maybe they are really passionate about something that we totally disagree with, but it's like there's no place to have a conversation Mm. or to have the body language or to have closure. It's just like you just say something. And I think sometimes we online, it's like, what do you call that? There's just not that... uh, you don't realize you're talking to another human. And so a lot of times people can be really rude and hurtful. Yeah. And I think it needs to be talked about because even last night, one of my really good friends was storing and was just like, I don't know what people were saying, but people were just being really mean and she couldn't story anymore. And it just broke my heart. I'm like, why? I don't even understand it. Like, what Mm. are people even saying? It's, she wasn't controversial in anything. Like she's, it just didn't make sense to me. And so I think it does need to be a conversation because I think in our era, people feel the right to say whatever they think online, not realizing like, hey, how is this going to affect the other person? Is this bringing life? Is it kind? Is it caring? Are you taking out your bitterness on somebody or being really harsh in a way that you don't need to be? Like, let's have conversations about things, but how do you go about it? Yeah, totally. And I just think it's a funny, like part of me is like, it's actually... It's funny, but it's also really serious in the sense of like, it is at a crisis moment because we're so zombie like with how bad we do it. Meaning like we're not awake to how ridiculous we actually look with how we type and how we like talk on the internet, Mm -hmm. right? That like how like it's, it's very weird. Like, like there's so many people that that's their daily life, right? Take an easy example would be like politics, right? Um, Take someone like, you know, I would say the, the people that get hit the most from the right would probably be, you know. AOC and Hillary Clinton. And then from the left, you know, probably, uh, you know, Trump, obviously some other people, but like, there's obviously, so like take Hillary, like, I feel like specifically, and here's the thing that really frustrates me is like, if you are a follower of Jesus, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. You should only (laughs) speak one very particular way on the internet ever. And that is gentleness, kindness, you know, self-control building up, uh, and I'm not saying that has nothing to do with like, this is actually a totally separate What's issue, that? by the way, than having a strong opinion. 
And this is yeah. totally separate issue than like telling the truth. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just like don't be an ASS without you actually talking. Yeah, I the mean, internet. it goes against everything the Lord Jesus talks about. Love your neighbor as yourself. And there's that verse I think in First Peter about like don't complain about anything so that you can shine your light yeah. to the world. But if we're if we're complaining, if we're being harsh, and then there's that whole thing like they will know us by the love for each other. And if you're not loving them. They're not going to know that Jesus is in yeah. you. I just don't. You're going to put a really yeah. bad taste in their mouth. I just don't get how other people don't get it or how they don't see that they're just looking ridiculous and they are sinning with how they're yeah. communicating on the internet. I don't get how people don't understand that or see that. Do you think like it's that it's serious? Like social people just aren't socially aware? Maybe. Or do you think they are fully aware? They I don't just know. don't care. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so take take like Hillary Clinton example, for example. That's an easy kind of like we have data there, 2016 with the election, how vitriolic it was towards her, right? Now, I just to put my cards on the table, I significantly have some reservations and disagreements with a lot of her policies, right? And I would say probably some of you listening do and some of you listening don't. Uh, there's a couple things I enjoyed about her, a couple things I thought were particularly interesting about her, and a lot that I really struggled with, not only background-wise, but um, policy. Okay, so that's... Right. So when there's an like this, this is how it normally happens on the internet. Like an article or something comes out that's just like, you know, New York Times or something just on the news feed pops up. And, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, just something about some news headline from Hillary Clinton about what policy she said or what she believed, right? A couple of years ago. And then you go to the first couple of comments and all the comments are just like, um, you know, she's ridiculous. She belongs in jail. She is corrupt. She's terrible. Like she, and then, and, you know, and then people even obviously get worse than that with stuff that I can't even say, like that I don't even want to repeat. Right. And, and like, okay, that. Like if, if you're a follower of Jesus, even like, like flippant being even flippant, I think is sinful. If you're a follower of Jesus, that needs to never come out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. What you should say is what we should be is should be people of charity, people of humility, people of a particular posture, because that is the way of Jesus. So when you're speaking on the internet and there's something like that, and you want to use it for what is actually really good, in my opinion, which is fun to like the internet actually can be great. There is yeah. pockets that are amazing discussion, viewpoints that I've never thought of. Um, and it happened today, and I'll even elaborate that in a second. Um, what you should say instead of being like, oh, like we're just flippant. We're just, we just absolutely react and we say, oh, she belongs in jail, XYZ. And this is just the case saying you're an example. Rather than saying you could, you could, whatever the news headline is, you could actually read the entire article first because most people don't do that. Yeah. Most people that comment don't read the whole article. Like sure. that's actually been shown, by the way. And like we're just like, like I, I just have no, yeah, I have no tolerance for anyone who like isn't actually engaging what I'm posting. Like I'll take, anything you want to say to me, but if you're not actually like reading what I said, then I'm just like, yeah, next. <laughs> um, so what you should say is like, read it. Then you should be thoughtful. And then you should say something like, oh, I really struggle and disagree with her policies. And here's why. That's a great comment. Why yeah. can't, why can't you just write that? Yeah. Right? Like I, I, I don't, it's really, I don't feel like people think. Yeah. It's really they weird. They don't think before they speak, but they also aren't thinking like, uh, yeah, like logically like that yeah it's really interesting i, think I don't our know emotions can take over and i can't but i don't know why like yeah. why does why do you think why? it's a trained thing like people aren't being trained to do that partly but i also think you we're training ourselves it? to do it i think we're getting it gets worse and worse yeah, meaning like true. it's self-fulfilled like it's we we the more you go into an echo chamber and the more you allow like we're kind of radicalizing ourselves in soft ways towards ideologies and that just is not helpful as a follower of Jesus because we're above all ideologies and we believe in the king and his kingdom ideology, for lack of a better term. Um, and so we're not, we don't submit or toe a party line whatsoever. That's not how we're prophetic and above uh, any earthly kingdom, um, even though we might align more with one or the other. 
So yeah, I just think it's an interesting conversation of like what I just don't understand. I, 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 I want to think about it more because I don't, I just don't get it. I'm just like who, because then I see these comments. I'm like, who are these people? Because you just, it, a normal, <laughs> when you go out in the normal world with actually flesh and bone and like coffee shops and grocery stores, not your phone, like this does not happen. Like people don't speak like this. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand it. Like where is, so Hey guys, I want to just take a quick break and tell you about one of this week's sponsors. If you guys don't know, me and Alyssa have been doing this gig podcast, shipping posters and books, and essentially a small business for like five or six years. And we have people that help us out on a various amount of uh, jobs and resources. And sometimes it's challenging. And that's why I want to tell you guys about ZipRecruiter. You guys know we love ZipRecruiter. We've talked about them before. They're amazing. What they do is they send your job to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, they scan thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. And they're so effective that actually four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day, which is awesome and crazy. So right now, you guys listening can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash real. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash real, R-E-A-L, ZipRecruiter.com slash real. First of all, I do want to challenge you. Like if you're a follower of Jesus, you really need to check yourself with how you speak about politics, how you speak about um, gun laws, with how you speak about police and Black Lives Matter, with how you speak about um, certain theological issues. And notice, by the way, I didn't even say what my opinion is on any of those things I just said. I just said you need to check yourself with how you talk about them. Mm-hmm. right yeah because i'm just like i'm just so over like people that say they like love jesus and like can't actually just be like a, an adult on the internet yeah. you know mm-hmm. so sorry i got a little riled up any thoughts <laughs> no keep talking this is really good well like for example and i because i thought of it on a different level yeah so this is good. i want to hear more of that then but when it, and one more thing i'll say is this and, and when it goes well it goes really well then and i don't i just don't i don't yeah i would i'd be interested to like psychoanalyze it and be like, is it people that are usually putting some form of their identity in these ideas rather than the Lord? So that then they feel like when you're an attacking their idea, <clears throat> like when you feel like if someone's disagreeing with your idea and you're putting your identity in that idea, not the Lord, then it feels like you're being attacked. And that's when you turn a little bit more animalistic, right? Sure. That's kind of the metaphor of an animal, right? Like when you yeah. poke a bear or something like that, yeah. or when you poke like a, you know, a cat that's kind of like crawled, you know, in a corner, it'll probably claw you. Well, even, okay, on a very different level, even in marriage, I feel like when you get in fights, it's usually not even what you're fighting about. It's the things going on within your heart. <coughs> your identity things that are insecurities that are getting prodded and that's what makes it so can rate you know yeah you're right the fight so intense and i think that's what most hurtful like wow that really really hurt me why would that have hurt you like that was i mean i know i was wrong but that was kind of minimal oh because that went deep in this area so i think that's kind of the same totally but i I don't it's hard to explain though because i feel like on the internet it tends to happen with stuff that like there actually isn't even any personal investment it's like literally just ideas it's like political ideas it's news articles it's like theological articles and then they jump in like they have no stock in that like it doesn't their life is not they're not being attacked right right, but i feel like they feel like they are free to say anything and they're not held to any accountability yeah they don't see the reaction and sometimes i feel like people say things because they don't realize that somebody actually reads it. 
And so they don't see the person's hurt. They don't see the pain yeah. in their eyes. They don't see like, ooh, that really struck a point. Like you're speaking about somebody yeah. that God created. Totally. An image bearer. So why, even if you disagree with them, you still need to treat them with kindness. Totally. Yeah, I just feel like I really, I just feel like I'm I'm getting a little tired of like, I don't feel like the internet just, they, like just people need to, it, it, it makes you a little bit more depressed towards human hearts of like there's yeah. a lot of people that i just feel like and and it's in us too so we're not just wholly coming from this like i get upset sometimes and i disagree with people sometimes and i can say stuff that i've deleted for sure so i need to totally uh be vulnerable and honest there but i feel like in general there's just these people where it is like the default every time they get in a car like this is how they react and how they talk and you're mm-hmm. just like oh that's just like a bummer like you didn't actually care to try to understand the point you didn't actually and by the way because it doesn't help anyone when you do that by the way like it doesn't actually take us farther as a society it doesn't actually like make any of us smarter none of us actually grow none of us actually get better here's the thing if truth is the actual pursuit which it actually is as a follower of jesus but with a capital t jesus is truth he is the truth the way in the life if if like don't be nervous to pursue truth because jesus is on is at the end of that path right so you can have a freedom to kind of go down the path of truth um and seeking it out and what's false and what's true right and where the lies are and where they aren't um and i have to worry about your identity being attacked or all these different things and so yeah i just find it super interesting like like and where this is coming from is today i just posted an article and if you follow me on instagram you guys probably saw this will come out next week so then a couple days basically when you're listening to this probably like basically the week before last week um uh like i love i ask Alyssa like i love reading about anything and i love talking about anything so maybe i am like a weird outlier like last night we had a fun conversation about marijuana because she's just like hey what do you think and i was like oh, i'll just i tell you but i was like i don't think it's like I, I just think it's weird that people think it's crazy like people just freak out and i'm like yeah well i'm not gonna say what our opinion is there one way or the other um but i will just say i think you need to be sober-minded um <laughs> but no anyway and just have the conversation yeah that's what i'm trying to say be comfortable like, with having through the conversation the lens and 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 like have it in a difficult way through the lens of scripture like like does this glorify jesus is this honor him do the scriptures say anything about this what should our humility be what should our posture be like yeah basically like i just like having external conversations about like it doesn't i don't feel like it, you know just like let's have a conversation that's a fun that's a fun topic what's the bible say right yeah I feel like some people just get kind of weird about like conversations but i also feel like part of that's your personality but i really feel like your mom instilled that in you i feel like she's so good yeah she's awesome having that, yeah. those hard conversations and it being and like externally objective yes yeah. and disagreeing with the other person but having it with a lot of grace where you want to enter into the conversation it's yeah. really enjoyable uh-huh. and as someone who for me someone who hates conflict and <clears throat> i hate it when people disagree and it feels heated in the room when we sit down with your mom and talk about these things or with you and we disagree, I feel like it feels enjoyable. Like I can freely talk about these things mm. and not feel like that person is attacking me. Yeah. And so yeah, I don't, I, think I, I peace a, out of those conversations. Yeah. Like when people like start having that spirit, oh, I'm like, I'm good. I'm I gone. I want to like throw up and run away. Well, I don't, I don't do that from the sense of like, I want to like run away from like a, a, like how you feel it. I just, I'm like, eh, this is not, this is dumb. This is like, this is, this is, this is, this is like, this is like for five-year-olds. Like I'm, I'll move on. But know? all that to say, I feel like that's a real gift your mom gave you. Yeah, she's amazing. And I, and another thing, I think that's a learned thing. Mm-hmm. I think some people, a lot of us don't learn that. We don't learn to have those disagreements in a way that um, is safe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's a huge thing. Like, yeah. is are we providing a safe environment for people to actually tell our thoughts and our doubts and our questions? And yeah. you know, and I think in order to have safety, then like 
ask the questions, have the conversations, but do it with grace. Don't do it. Yeah. I feel like it's even... Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Stamps.com. You guys know we love Stamps.com, people. We ship a ton of stuff with books and letters and posters and merch and all of that stuff. Um, and we've been doing this with Stamps long before they even sponsored the podcast. So it's kind of cool that we finally got their support and we love them. And uh, what we love about it is you don't have to actually even leave your house or your office. Um, they're one of the most powerful time-saving tools for small businesses. They eliminate trips to the post office and they save you money. And they bring all the amazing services of the US post office right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. You just use your computer and you can print official US postage 24 seven on any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And once it's ready, you just put it in your mailbox and you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off your priority mail. It's a no brainer. It saves you time and money. I know it does for us. So right now you guys can get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in last. That's stamps.com and enter lasts. I think there's a level there of the safe thing. But for me, I'm even talking about a little different side too of just like, why can we just not, why can everything not be on the table to talk about? And why can everyone not just be chill? Don't you think though in the Christian culture, some things are taboo? Like, oh, we shouldn't talk about that. Yeah, but I don't know why, right? Now, here's the thing. I don't know because I feel those with some things. And that's why last night I was like, ooh, let's talk about this because I actually feel really uncomfortable with it. And I don't think about it, but I think I should know about it. Yeah. And so then I said, well, what? And I said, and I went through a bunch of points and I like unpacked how I think, what I think the arguments are, what I think the opinions are, and how I can maybe see something here. I can see something there. Yeah. But I just feel like, I don't know how, like, that's, I feel like that's how. But here's the funny thing. And I'm not even, I don't, I don't want us, I don't want people to think they're like, oh, we do a great job at this. Why does everyone not do good at that? Just got good job at this. What I'm saying is like, all, I feel like anyone I'm in community, anyone we're friends with and in community with does this. So I'm just like, who are these people that are freaking out online? (laughs) Like, it's not even us. It's just like, all of our friends, like I love, we have all these discussions with our friends and our friends and we have all this discussion with people well, older than us awesome and, we have, and we have this discussion, like you said, with my mom and, and stuff like, it's like, I don't, I just, I'm like, who, I literally want to like, I, I want to like, <laughs> I want to like go hunting for like these, like in the sense of like, like I want people to have to wear signs. Well, I want wondering. people to have to wear signs of like saying that like, I am a terrible behaved person <laughs> on the internet. I want them to wear that every single day. I don't know how to speak on the internet. But I am mean, think- I am vitriolic. I demonize people on the other side and I act like a five-year-old. You need to wear that sandwich board sign every time you go out because I want to know like, oh, is it them? Is it them? Okay, so that's my question. Is it because they're socially unaware or is it because those are the people that have a really hard heart and they feel like they can treat people however they want? Yeah. And it's really like a reflection on what's going on in their life. I think that's a huge part of it. And that's what I I kind of meant with the identity part. And then, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Is that... They're most, bitter, they're resentful, most they have people, a hard life. Yeah, most people that ever jump in that direction, right? Anyone that... And this actually is another... This is this is an encouragement I'll give to everyone listening because I've seen this happen a couple times. People to me, me to people, it's gone both ways because I think this is just how the spirit works where most people who are kind of vitriolic online, right? Or if they kind of spew a flippant comment, an angry comment, a mad comment, a rude comment, whatever, um, big or small, it it tends to not be from a vacuum. It tends to be coming from somewhere. 
Totally. It is, we are complex creatures that are interwoven and connected to our experiences, our emotions, how we're, how we're doing that day, mm -hmm. how we're doing tomorrow, what happened 10 years ago to us, how, what happened to our parents or what happened to what, what job we have. So how we read that quote versus mm -hmm. someone who doesn't have that job. Like we're very interconnected, complex creatures. So I get that, but I feel like, um, and a lot of times like, and a lot of times too, we have to give ourselves a lot of grace. Most of us are coming out of our experiences more than we think. Meaning it's not for sure that a person in Iowa is going to have a certain view on guns that a person in Seattle is going to have, but I bet I could probably guess which one's which, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Why? Because we are a little bit more created by our environment and our location than we think. Yeah. I, I'm not the person who says that like you are just exactly a product of your environment. I think we're more complex than that too. We're like with viewpoints, but I think we also have to just give credence to that. Right. And so, yeah, we were coming out of a place that informs us. But I do think when people are usually responding in vitriol or frustration or hate, it's usually coming from like something got touched. Yep. Something got touched mm -hmm. either like and it's usually fear. Almost always mm. it's fear. Fear is like the overlying thing. Like it's when people are angry, it's usually fear. Really? I think so. I think anger is the mask of fear. And I think that's even true of like with hate. Right. So like. You know, it's interesting that when you read First John, <clears throat> it says perfect love casts out fear. It doesn't right. say perfect love casts out hate. Uh, but if you were to quickly go on the street and just say real quickly, run up to people and say, what's the opposite of love? They would also hate. Yeah. But it's like the scripture never really says anything about hate. Why? Because hate is just kind of the symptom of fear, mm. right? Like Adolf Hitler is seen as one of the most hateful people in all of human history, probably in my opinion, because he, and he got there, I mean, in my opinion, because of a fear. He feared that a certain other race was going to threaten his power or control, mm, right? So fear, so like fear creates hate. Fear is the, 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 the center. Sense. Fear is the nucleus. Fear is wow. the ground zero that, that pushes you towards hate. And so a lot of us don't like to go there though. We don't yeah. like to go that deep in our own soul and be like, what am I afraid of? Mm. What am I afraid of? Because people who are very generous in spirit, people who are charitable in spirit, people who are willing to not really fight for what they believe in some sense, because of course you should fight for what you believe in one level, um, are people who are fearless. Isn't that interesting? Jesus himself, right? The guy literally, like think about the demeanor of Jesus. He was the most fearless person ever. Why? Because he wasn't threatened by anyone. He didn't feel threatened by anyone else. And he actually let them put him on a cross. He, they killed him. Like that, like, like Jesus's life versus the religious leaders and versus the, um, like government governing authorities and the Sanhedrin and all these different kind of pressure groups who felt, they all felt fearful and threatened by him. Mm. Right. Jesus felt none of that because he was the purest spirit, full image bearer of God as well, as well as God felt, uh, no fear. So it's just an interesting, like, that's a perfect microcosm. I think of the internet of like, like, don't be like the religious leaders or the governing authorities who feel like their interests and their power is being threatened. And so then they grab, they claw, and then ultimately they kill, right? Be more like Jesus mm -hmm. who says like, eh, I'm actually securing myself. Go ahead and kill me, right? Those are two very different lanes yeah. to track in. And I think those are like metaphors for how you should behave on the internet. Most people over here are behaving this way because they feel threatened, mm -hmm. Right, something feels threatened. They feel like the country's going to be taken from them. They feel like their rights are going to be taken from them. Um, they feel like just there's a million different things, right? That's really good. And that's and by the way, just to be crazy explicit, that is um, this is separate from just having a strong opinion. Mm 
right? Like I think I'm actually one of the strongest opinion people there is, right? <laughs> yes. So that's a different conversation. We're not saying we're not saying have zero opinions, just be flimsy and weak. It's usually the opposite. I'm saying have super strong opinion, have super strong opinions, but be fearless and don't be threatened by anything. That's different. Ooh. Right? Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts? <clears throat> Five more minutes. Well, I mean, that just is convicting to my own heart. Well, it makes, it really makes you have to, a lot of this stuff I think, and I have to, yeah, I have to check my own heart. You got to go internal. You got to say, what am I afraid of? Why did I react like that? Because I didn't react like that in a vacuum. I reacted like that because that hurt me, that offended me. Um, I feel like I don't want to believe that they had, they had, it was a little bit true and I don't want to believe it. So I want to just like put my fingers in my ears and yell, you know? Yeah. Um, like it's really good. Yeah. I don't want to listen to other viewpoints. I don't want to be nuanced, complex. And there's a pure element too of just, it takes more work in my opinion. That's one thing is a lot of us are just kind of lazy. I know I'm late, like I'm lazy in my own spirit in the sense of like, it takes just more work to be generous and charitable in spirit. Yeah. Cause then you kind of have to lean in. You have to really lean in. Like it's, it's easier to read a headline than read a whole article. Yeah. It's easier to scan it looking for the one thing that's controversial versus having the, here's a really good question, by the way, that can almost save you from 99% of dumb internet controversies of what people say that then is the headline. <clears throat> it's this one question. What are they trying to say? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that question will save you. Mm-hmm. Most people just like, oh, they said this, let's just latch onto this. And it was terrible. Let's post this on all the things if they said yeah. this. And like, maybe they did mean that. So then it's obvious. And you'll know that if you read it, like maybe they meant that they need to get kind of, um, there needs to be consequences for what they said, whatever. But there's sometimes I read something and I'm like, oh, I don't think that w- they just fumbled there or like they weren't trying, like what's their heart? Yeah. And that's what it means to be generous and charitable in spirit is you're trying to say, what do you really mean by that? I want, I want to assume the best about what you're trying to say, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or another way I've heard it that's really helpful and you, when you're in more of like a, kind of structured argument or a debate with someone is you want to say their argument back to them so well that like they would actually say, yes, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. We usually do the opposite. We usually say things back to other people of like what they believe. And they're like, I don't believe that's junk. I don't believe that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't represent other people's arguments well. And so you should represent it so well that they would say, yes, that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how I, what I'm trying okay. to say. Okay. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to touch it, it. I'm going to touch it on. Well, I'm going to open up a new can. Ooh. Are you ready for this? Which I haven't seen this happen in a little bit, but this really <coughs> bothered me. It happened a lot, like a couple years ago. I get really upset when I see people like blog posts, comments on Facebook, comments on whatever of like tearing down um, other leaders in ministry. Mm. Like that just, I just, can we just talk about it for a little bit? Because can we just I talk about like, it? Guys, no, can we talk I feel about like, it? and maybe this is an old thing. Maybe it's like, because I haven't, I'm, well, I'm kind of clueless to stuff like this, but I haven't seen it and I haven't been on Facebook in ages, but um, I don't know if it still happens a lot, but I just saw this thing a lot where it'd be like a Christian leader, like an author, a pastor, <laughs> whatever, and some people will disagree with something they wrote in a book or some like not the whole book, but like one sentence or, you know, or something they say and they'll just go on and on and write this whole blog post of why this person is a heretic and Satan, like a spawn of Satan and you shouldn't follow them. And it's like, no, that's actually, we've met them. We've sat down and had a meal with them. They're a friend of ours. Like, they really genuinely love the Lord. 
you just, as Christians, let's just bring it down to Christians now. We have to be so careful with what we say and like, you know what I mean? Can you yeah. jump in here? It's good to be here. Okay, I just I just feel like that no, like, really hurts my heart. And yeah. I feel like it hurts the Lord's heart because these are his children. That's what I was and just going to okay say. And it's yeah. okay to disagree with somebody. Let's have the conversation. Let's like think for ourselves. I think there can be leaders where or books that we like agree with some of it. And there's parts that we don't agree with. Like, yeah. you know, you can still um, read the book, you know, yeah. like read the book for yourself. Don't just go by yeah. what other author, what other well, most people bloggers. don't do the homework again. Like you don't do the homework. Right. Most people don't read an entire book that maybe has a page yeah. of controversy in it and say, well, what you should say is, well, yeah, I really struggled with that one, you know, part. And I think I actually disagree with it. And here's why. But, you know, I read the whole thing. I leaned into it and there was a couple things that were helpful. Most yeah. people don't do that. They just go, ah, this is why. Like, or they we we one, use it as an add-on. Yeah. Or they read one blog post of this person that tore it apart and they're like, yeah. oh, they're such a heretic. Yeah. And I'm like, no. We're lazy. <laughs> we don't do our homework. We don't actually want to go read the full book. Right. Um, but I just think as believers, we really need to be careful because totally. that one verse, like I mentioned in the beginning about like they will know, the world will know us by the way that we love each other. And if we yeah. are tearing each other apart online... Yeah. People are not going to want to hop in and be part of this the Jesus, Jesus thing. <laughs> yeah, this Jesus thing. Like you preach, you know. Yeah. And so guys, I Alyssa think, doesn't get this fiery that often. And maybe you guys, you can let me know because I'm obviously not cult culturally relevant. Maybe this isn't happening anymore. But I just think, even as like, just be kind and like, mm -hmm. think of them as if they were the pastor at your church or your leader or your mom yeah. or your sister, like. And not that that gives them worth their worth because they're Jesus's image bearer, but I just think we need to be so yeah. much kinder and more loving. Okay, I have lots of thoughts now. Okay, that's good. Do you want to go there? Well, we're gonna we're gonna end here in a minute, so I'm gonna try to rapid fire them and then we'll end because I think you're so right. Okay. First of all, guys, I love that Alyssa gets fiery. I wanted fiery. you to hop in there because I felt like the, yeah. you know I was left out. And no, here's what I'll say. First of all, I think you're totally right, and I'll never forget something one of my mentors said like almost a decade ago. Now we're talking about division in the church. And he just said, like, when you're a parent, this really comes home because he just yeah. said, like, the language that is used for Christians over and over and over again in the scriptures is that we are God's children. We have been adopted into the family of God. Right. And so that's like the primary way he wants us to think about ourselves. Um, one of the primary ways. And so he said, one of my mentors really encouraged me. He's like, he's like, he's like, there's nothing worse than when you almost like anger, like a frustrated, frustrated anger in his heart. He's like, as a father, when I see my kids just like fight with each other. Oh, it's so worse. Cause you're just like, you're, there's a level at which you are like, you guys are being ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're being ridiculous. You guys are like family. Yeah. You're family. You need to love each other. You guys mm -hmm. are for each other. You guys, you know, you got, this is the, one of the best things you can possibly have in your life is a sibling. Yeah. Right. Um, and he's like, and you just, and it breaks. So part of it's like frustration, part of it's sadness that like, man, why are they doing this to mm -hmm. each other? And he's just like, that's literally, that's literally probably God's heart to the church. Yeah. Right mm -hmm. now that's not to say, so first of all, I think that has to, that has to be your posture with, if someone is a baptized Christian, if they have stood up and said, I believe that Jesus is Lord and this goes, and I mean, this is like, that's a very broad swath because there's some people within that swath that I significantly disagree with on a lot of things. And I actually question like, oh man, do, are they really following the Lord? I don't know. But I think we have to lean into like, if they're a baptized believer and they have said they're a child of God, obviously with fruit and some of these other things, then we need to lean into having that posture mm -hmm. about they're a child and 
the that whole idea of division and fighting. It shouldn't be petty, shouldn't yeah. be ridiculous, and just don't be stupid, right? Like they're a family member. They're yeah. a family member. So there's that posture, but then I'm, but then, and I agree, like, and a lot of us, we just don't realize like real people, like the best word for like what that's really hurting our culture right now is we dehumanize. The internet dehumanizes, the phones dehumanize, the social media dehumanizes. And that's the opposite of the gospel. The gospel humanizes. Jesus leans in. Jesus kneels down to the woman. Jesus looks someone in the eyes. Jesus doesn't, you know, feels the person touch him in the crowd, right? So instead of the crowd, it's the individual. Like he humanizes. Mm -hmm. He understands stories and people and he feels the full weight and burden of a person-ness, a person-ness all at once. We do the opposite, right? We let the tools and the culture that we're in isolate and dehumanize where, because when you dehumanize, then you're able to treat them differently. And that's true, by the way, historically of some of the worst atrocities in all the world. It's not a coincidence, by the way, that Hitler with Jews, you go to Rwanda with the genocide, some other these places. It's not a coincidence that you can actually track the first thing they did before they got to the crazy violence was they dehumanized them and actually called them subhuman or they had certain names for them that are really derogatory. Why? Because you have to dehumanize someone first before you can usually treat them badly. There's something about us in our hearts that's like inerrant that we know someone's an image bearer. So we have to almost claw that off of them first before we can attack them. And so we dehumanize, right? So we have to keep that in mind with like people we're speaking about, that that, that everyone's a real human. Every avatar online is a real human. But then we also, like I will say, but then I also, there is a flip side to that coin that I get frustrated with where like I think sometimes in the church world, like, and one more thing I'll say about that too. I also think, do you need to have an opinion on everything, mm. right? Like if it's not it's a f- coming from the most opinionated person I know. <laughs> or do you know, or do you need to say it? That's a good okay. way to put it. Because yes, I got opinions. <laughs> Especially with like religious leaders and church leaders. Like if there's a mega church pastor that maybe does something, you know, I might have an opinion and I might speak on it, but it's like, is that relevant to me? No, like that might be relevant to the people that live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. That might be relevant to the people that live in South Carolina, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the context. Like we we make every localized problem a globalized problem. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like, why should I have an opinion on that? It doesn't affect. I'm not. I'm not a sheep there. I'm not a person there. Yeah. I'm not in relationship with that person. Uh, I've never endorsed that person. I've never talked about that person. I've never engaged with that person. Now, the one context that might be fair there is if a friend says, hey, I'm reading this book or something like this by this person. What do you think? Then I would probably say, hey, let me tell you what I think. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like. If it doesn't have, like, do you see what I'm saying with the yeah. localized, globalized yeah. thing? I think it's kind of funny and weird that we just assume we should have an opinion about every single person and every single thing. When I think it should be a little bit more like, well, how does the actual people, like, what what do the people there believe? It's yeah. their, it's kind of their problem. And I don't mean that in the sense of, like, putting blame on them. I mean, like, like they're the ones walking through this. They should, mm-hmm. like, they have ownership over this problem. Why should I have an opinion about it? Yeah. It's their, it's theirs. They yeah. own it. So that's an interesting thing. Then lastly, what I'll say is the flip side of the coin, which I struggle with, which is when when something does happen. And I, I think the millennial version of this is actually sometimes the opposite, where anytime you generously and hopefully charitably say something you might disagree with on someone and someone just pulls out the division card. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I, I, right. think there, I think there's a yeah. I think there's a flip side of this problem sure. that really annoys me, where yeah. people don't want to have deep, hard discussions about. We'd still disagree. Yeah, like I do. You know what I'm saying? Though? But that yeah. one actually is more prominent than we think. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times, it's like anytime someone writes a 
an article or something that says, oh man, I really might disagree with this book. And here's a couple things why, but it was really generous. It was really kind. It was really humble. And then you read the comments there and it's like, can't we all just get along this? We're all God's children. (laughs) And we're all just like, you know, and like, you know, you're just tearing each other down. That's not helping anyone. It's kind of this whole like love is love is love thing. And it's like, no, that's no. Yeah. Like we just, we need to, like we actually are horrendous as a culture at just having critical, thoughtful, hard discussions. Yeah. Like it's not one, it's not, it's not this side of the spectrum where you're just rude and idiotic and stupid and hateful and mean. And it's not this side of the spectrum where it's like, let's just not have hard discussions. Right. But I think too, in the cases I'm talking about, it's like, yeah, yours is different. I was just saying. No, I think yours is so good. But on another level, it's like, um, there'll be a leader and maybe they say something that somebody disagrees with and then they feel, and it's just like a, okay, I don't know how to exactly say it. They feel like then they need to speak up and protect their flock from following that person because they're going to lead their flock astray. Sure. There's like something in the Bible about that, but I think they don't, do you know what I mean? They don't, um, there is truth to that, of course, but I think some people then take it in a way that's like, no, they still, that person still loves Jesus. Yeah. You know, like maybe you disagree with them in this area, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily, do you know? Totally. Okay, I know I'm like stepping on some toes, but can you No, kind I, of, I agree with that. And I think, and I think, well, I think you just, we need to be wise and we need to be shrewd. I think it, I think it's sad, but a lot of things we've talked about this episode expose our Christian culture's lack of scriptural literacy. Mm-hmm. We just, we don't know our scriptures. We don't read our scriptures. We don't know our scriptures. We're not intensely we don't devote ourselves to the scriptures right we know verses we memorize verses we kind of know the talking points of the christian faith and we kind of repeat what our pastor says but we don't know the full narrative breadth story of god what do the scriptures say in their complexity and their tension because there almost always is a tension or a complexity on almost every issue in scripture right um and uh and so, yeah, I just feel like, man, we need to know our scriptures and we need to lean into the scriptures. And there's so much of what it says about how we speak, what, well, you know, um, how we communicate to each other, how we love each other, how we honor, how we honor each other. Well, on top of that, protecting, guarding, mm-hmm. you know, devoting ourselves to truth, understanding the scriptures so that we're not fleeced or blindsided by lies, right. by people who are leading people astray. And so, man, it's like, I just think we just need to take it seriously, though. Because when you take it seriously, you don't get as flippant with what comes out of your mouth. That's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, guys, we could go Whew. on and on and on. There's so many nuances this was a, to this Yeah, one. this turned into an interesting episode. Hopefully, it was a good start. <laughs> this is definitely not an all-encompassing episode. We don't feel like we solved no, any world problems all. here. We don't feel like we even give that much value. But I hope it was a good kind of grenade-like episode that just kind of started a little uh, conversation. So, I'm going to probably do an Instagram post on this one because I really want to have this conversation for those who listened. How did it... What did you think... Um, what did it do for you? What points stood out? How was it helpful? Do you feel the same way? Are we alone in what we said and how we feel? Um, And we'd love to hear how you've navigated this as well. So we'll see you guys next week. 